Welcome to Agents of Nothing, an episode-by-episode recap and analysis from the perspectives of a veteran and a new recruit. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Good morning, Agents of Nothing, and welcome to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. We are your commanding officers. I'm Mariah. And I'm Caroline. And today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 8, Many Heads, One Tail. Hell yeah. So, Mariah, how was your week? Oh, my God. So much has happened (laughs) that I don't even know where to start. Um, But I'll start by saying I got harassed by an old man at one of Tyler's gigs. Uh, Tyler is my boyfriend. I don't think I've said his name on the podcast yet. So there it is. Um, And then after another one of his gigs, I passed out and had to go to the emergency room. Um... God. Which is why I didn't take like any notes on this episode because I watched it the day after that all went down and I was <laughs> very, very tired. Yeah, had quite a bit going on. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of my blood taken, everything. Yes. We are all very glad that you're okay. Thank you, thank yeah. you. So how was your week? <laughs> um, not as like physically uh, eventful, but emotionally eventful <laughs> I got some <laughs> ongoing family stuff but I did get to see some of my favorite dogs at work this week so oh, that's that always a plus yeah <laughs> so let's get it going let's get it going all right so this episode was written by Jed Whedon and DJ <laughs> and directed by Gary A. Brown hell yeah Um, We only meet one new character in this episode. Um, I don't remember if he had a real name, but uh, I refer to him the entire time as Robbie from New Girl. Nice. All right, going into it, my only note the whole time, which I'll just say at the beginning because it has no bearing on the overall episode. (laughs) Um, My only note the whole time was, I'm trying to focus to take notes, but so much is happening and my brain is so slow right now. (laughs) okay i took plenty of notes so let's do it so we start off with my with the worst possible thing uh award Mm. scene so um (laughs) and i thought that it was interesting because now malik is calling ward the perfect predator like an octopus (laughs) (laughs) But literally the last time we saw them, he was like, Ward, you're dumb and you suck, but I can use you. (laughs) Negging. Yep. Um, Anyway, Ward has been looking for the Von Strucker secret vault, which is where they keep all of their unreleased Taylor Swift songs. Stop. I'm dead. (laughs) Oh, my mom just got home. Hold on. Okay. Don't stop the recording, but I'm going to tell her to be quiet. Okay. Um, Miriam. Every time. She goes, Mariah, you're home early. (laughs) Saturdays are me and Tyler's days to, like, hang out and stay over. And I usually um, am the one to push back the recordings lately. Whoopsie. (laughs) It's okay. But this time, I'm slightly on time. (laughs) (laughs) So... 
but Malik says that the vault doesn't exist. And even if it did exist, don't try to find it. And if you do try to find it, I'm the top of the food chain around here and I'll kill ya. <laughs> Um, so then Malik leaves, and then his, like, non-suit-wearing goons all walk in and start shooting at Ward. But they miss, unfortunately. Why does everybody in this world is just a terrible shot? Yeah. Um, Ward, of course, wins the fight and offers for one of them to help him. He says he knows where the vault is, he just needs help getting in. The liar. <laughs> Um, so as the Echu takes Andrew away in the stasis gel, Roslyn confronts, oh, nope, <laughs> not confronts, <laughs> um, Roslyn comforts Coulson by saying that he's doing everything he can for his friend. She promises that they are also doing everything possible to work on the cure. Coulson asks for Roslyn to come by the shield base soon to, quote, talk him through it. When Mac, who's literally just been, like, standing right next to them the whole time while they're flirting, um, asks, and who's going to talk to May? And Coulson just says that May will talk when she's ready. Which, like, I get, but, like, also someone should check in on her. Yeah, let's talk to her a little bit. (laughs) Because we know that she doesn't talk when she's ready. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Back at the base, Simmons overhears Fitz yelling at a clumsy lab tech for dropping, quote, priceless manuscripts. He says he's ordered every book that's ever been written on symbols and iconography to help figure out the ram's horn symbol that Will's NASA team hid in their logo, and that matches what was carved onto the castle floor in Edinburgh. But just then, they see May come in. May walks straight past them, and then straight past Lincoln and Daisy, while also giving Lincoln the most chilling look that she can muster. (laughs) Lincoln notices, of course, because that's terrifying. Um, (laughs) But even though he had to sleep with one eye open for May last night, at least he slept for once. And indoors! Woo! He apologizes for moving in so soon in their relationship. Um, and then asks if they should talk about their kiss. Yes, they should, because I want to talk about it. (laughs) But Daisy says they should not talk about it. Daisy, they're nice. (laughs) Lincoln asks when it will happen again. And Daisy's like, it's no fun to plan it, which is why we should be spontaneous and just kiss right now. Just do it now. Then you don't have to talk about it. You're just doing it. Then you're just kissing. You can't talk when you're kissing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but Daisy reminds him that he has a decision to make. Staying here at S.H.I.E.L.D. may mean lots of Daisy kissing, but it also requires being part of Coulson's team. I feel like it's worth it. That's a win-win right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were... Lots of scenes where I was just kicking my feet this episode because <laughs> loved it. <laughs> Coulson finds Mac in his office waiting for him. Mac stumbles over his words a little, asking about the nature of Coulson and Price's relationship. Coulson's like, you can say it. And Mac goes, are you two sleeping together? And Coulson's like, that's not your business. <laughs> the best fake out ever. <laughs> Mac is concerned about Coulson bringing Rosalind to the hidden shield base when they don't know if they can trust her. 
But Coulson says that he is bringing her here to find out if he can trust her. But while she's here, the rest of the S.H.I.E.L.D. team will be going behind her back. Coulson heads down to brief the team on their new objective, to find out everything the Achu may be hiding. Morrison Hunter will be going in, I guess, to visit Garner's stasis box. That is not what happened. Um, <laughs> Daisy and Mac uh, will be in the plane overhead, and May calls dibs on Lincoln, going in secret with her unexpectedly. Uh, and his fucking face when he realizes who May is talking about made me laugh for a good five minutes. <laughs> um, Ward is about to torture one of Malik's men when the other one speaks up and says that they can't help him because Malik always brings someone else to Zepcow. And as it turns out, Ward didn't know which vault he needed, and this guy just gave him all the info he wanted. So Ward shoots the guy that talked and then tells the one that didn't, be proud, you would have fit in good with my men. And I literally only do this to people I hate, but it's well. You want to fit in well. <laughs> <laughs> Coulson greets Rosalind as she steps off her plane into the S.H.I.E.L.D. garage. He has her phone scanned for something techie or whatever. And it gives Daisy, Mac, May, and Lincoln everything that they need for Daisy to hack into the Yachu and get them in. But she actually just activates something on Andrew's pod that makes the Achu's IT department go nuts. They call Mac thinking he's part of the fucking FBI or something, and he sends in Morse and Hunter as FBI IT people, uh, or whatever you want to call them. Um, and Hunter is dressed like Jesse Eisenberg as Mark Zuckerberg. It, oh wait, they both have Berg in their name. I didn't notice that before. <laughs> He's dressed like Jesse Eisenberg as Mark Zuckerberg in that movie, and he's repeating the smart shit that Daisy tells him in his earpiece. And I never noticed before, but Hunter's got a dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He looks good. Honestly. Love a man with a big butt. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Robbie from New Girl comments on Hunter's t-shirt that says damn the Yanks and asks if he's a Red Sox fan and Hunter says more like red coats. <laughs> 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 that made me laugh more than it should have. That was really dumb but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they convince Robbie that there's been a security breach because of Garner's pod so he calls Rosalind. Rosalind asks Coulson if his pod could have been scanning their server, and Coulson says, of course, it would do that to any network it encountered. So Rosalind tells him that they'll have to turn that off, so she tells Robbie to let the FBI do what they need to do and then fix it, while Coulson's like, can't fault me for trying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um... So Fitz notices that Simmons is panic organizing their priceless manuscripts by subject and date. She says she's found the symbol, and it means that Will was actually a blood sacrifice for his NASA team. Oh, more fodder for my theory that Simmons is autistic because I, too, organize things instead of doing anything with them. <laughs> But then she did find it. She yeah. does both. <laughs> she can do both because she's a superhero. She is, yes. So then Ward dives out of a moving plane 
um, sacrificing then all of the people on said plane to uh, freezing to death because this was a passenger airline. So love that. Love that. Um, So he says something like, thanks for flying the friendly skies. Um, Fly the friendly skies was the United Airlines advertising tagline from 1965 to 1996. Oh, I did not know that. That's cool. So Simmons is ready to give up on their mission of finding Will, but Fitz thinks that they're close to figuring out how to open the portal again. And he says he's willing to stay up all night to figure it out. Simmons suddenly bursts, saying, stop, stop trying to do all the right things, and Fitz is beyond confused. Hmm. Coulson shows Rosalind his collection of old things, and they bond over their love of tangible files and the smell of books. Coulson mentions how it's so much easier to break into digital files anyway. (laughs) When Coulson is showing Price his shield memorabilia, he says he has a real soft spot for the golden age. This is a reference to Marvel's Golden Age, where S.H.I.E.L.D. was first created. Hmm, cute. So Daisy talks Hunter through hacking the Achoos database, while Robbie watches Hunter's painfully slow typing. This lets Daisy have access herself as well. So May and Lincoln move in, and more secretly goes to meet them, I guess? Um, no, she, she goes to try and find Andrew. Um, so Lincoln joins May in the cockpit of their Quinjet as she takes off and he tries to talk to her, but she ignores him completely. (laughs) As May does. As May does. And then, are we ready? Okay, I'm going to do a a dramatic reenactment. Fuck! Oh my God! Fuck! It happened! It happened! It happened! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Fitzsimmons kissed! Dramatic! Very! Oh my God! They're cursed, but they kissed! Oh my God! (laughs) You have no idea how much I freaked out at the time. It was like, a good kiss, too. Like It was. Mm. And they kissed twice. Yes. I love, love it. Love he it. initiated, and then she initiated, and it was a nice little back and forth. Yes! But they're cursed. But they're cursed, but it's fine, because they kissed, so. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. I loved it so much. I did. I watched it multiple times. So. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> so Morris goes to try and find Andrew, um, and then I was very confused. <laughs> the transition, um, because I we think that uh, Andrew starts talking to Morris, but actually, Malik is talking to him instead. Convincing him not to get, quote, treatment and to distrust S.H.I.E.L.D., which is, you're not going to convince him of that. Morris arrives at the room the the computer said Andrew was in, but he's not there. And they're not doing cure research in that room either. And there looks to be a suspicious number of fish oil pills as well. So as Robbie goes to get coffee to get away from Hunter's running mouth... Hunter sees Banks has arrived to work and lets the team know to start downloading what they can and making their getaway. Daisy finds what the Achu is really doing with the fish oil pills. Not studying them, but administering them. They're not trying to cure inhumans, they're trying to turn as many people as possible. And Morris finds the ashes of the people who didn't turn. 
So the thing with the fish oil is that it only turns people with the inhuman gene. It doesn't kill people who don't turn. So what those oh. actually were were like the cocoons of the people who did turn. I assume to run tests on the cocoons themselves. Oh. Okay. So, because I was thinking like like when Trip was affected by and he like turned to stone. Yeah, it looks okay. similar. Yeah. But it's, they had already, like, they mentioned in, um, I think, like, the first episode that it, like, the part that causes people to turn to stone when they're not turned is, like, inert in the fish oils. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Weird, anyway, to keep that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so Coulson leads Rosalyn into the new inhuman containment room and locks the door behind them. He says that she now has to convince him that she's not Hydra or she'll never leave this room again. Yikes. Which is funny because, like, other than the way that she did (laughs) uh, (laughs) convince him, there's no way to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's like, that's exactly what you would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Rosalind tries very hard to dodge Coulson's question and turn it back on him. But Coulson knows how to play this game, too. And she was very suspicious in <laughs> dodging questions. She was. Um, so Lincoln asks May again why she's not speaking to him. And he says that he won't apologize for, quote, bringing the monster out in that man. May finally speaks to him and says that she was trying to figure out what to say to apologize to Lincoln for Andrew killing all of Lincoln's friends in cold blood and trying to kill Lincoln himself. She feels responsible for not catching on sooner to what was going on. And Lincoln thanks her for saving him. I loved it. I loved that moment. She shouldn't feel responsible because... Oh, no, absolutely not. he was avoiding her at first. So, like, they were avoiding each other. Yeah. But it just, it was, you know, we've been thinking that she's mad at him this whole time. And she's actually like, no, I just had no idea how to talk to you. Yeah. May just has resting angry face. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) I've, I've learned recently, I looked at myself in the mirror once when my face was entirely relaxed and I was like, oh, this is why people always ask me what's wrong. Because I have resting sad face. <laughs> I just always look like something's wrong. <laughs> so Daisy interrupts this sad, beautiful, tragic moment to let them know that Hunter and Morris need extraction sooner than they thought. So then they zoom off into the sky. Woo! <laughs> that woo. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the um the Phoebe Bridgers woo in Kyoto. At the end of um at the end of the first chorus, she goes, "Woo." <laughs> yeah, it was just like that. Um so Morse talk Morse starts to take on some of the guards and yelling for Hunter to get down there with her briefcase. Hunter is forced to reveal himself to Robbie and Banks and make a run for it. Coulson continues pressing Rosalind. He says he knew that she couldn't be trusted from the moment that she mentioned Tahiti. 
He knew she couldn't have known about that unless she had a high-level S.H.I.E.L.D. informant or a HYDRA informant. She swears she was always telling the truth. Coulson brings up that Achu is administering Terrigen pills, and Rosalind has no idea what he's talking about. She finally realizes that the man she's been working with for years, Gideon Malik, is in fact Hydra, and she's been played this whole time. Damn. I feel like I didn't... Uh, my notes didn't portray how dramatic <laughs> this was. I was, it was so in it. That was such a good scene. <laughs> it was. It really, really was. This is a very good episode, and I wish that I had yeah. been more alert to like actually take notes on it because I feel like <laughs> I had a lot to say. Yeah. But my brain just was not working with me. I'd had too much blood okay. taken from me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we know it's going to be a good episode when DJ Doyle's involved. Hell yeah. So Daisy pulls up the last file that they were able to download before their connection was lost, and it's a list of everyone the Achu has turned and put in stasis, and the few that they have not put in stasis, hmm. including the next guy that Morse is going to have to fight, and he's telekinetic, apparently. So in the episode Laws of Nature, it was stated that the ATCU pistols have palm recognition, to the point where Bobby had to bypass it in order to do ballistics. With this Whoa. in mind, when Guerrero raises the two pistols from the ground telekinetically and fires them at Bobby and Hunter, the palm recognition should have prevented them from firing. Ooh. So that's a goof. What a goof. What a goof. Goofy goobers. <laughs> this is, a, okay, this is a good goof. Yeah. Because it's actually just a plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> so Rosalind begs Coulson to let her make a phone call to figure out what's going on and help get Shield's people out of her facility before Malik can get them. So Morse and Hunter win their fight with Morse doing all the work, of course, and Hunter making the last minute frying pan hit, all as per usual. <laughs> Banks arrives and tells them, come with me if you want to live, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Rosalind and Coulson give May Banks' extraction point and she picks them all up safely and everything's okay. <laughs> So Ward finds Malik in the Von Strucker vault. Malik is impressed with Ward's wherewithal. Malik starts to give Ward a history lesson on the real vast history of Hydra, and he pulls out a small piece of the monolith. Mm -hmm. As he talks, Simmons shows Shield and Rosalind what they've found. That Hydra's symbol is a reversed version of the original Ram's Head icon group that became the NASA organization, who sent Will through the portal to begin with. Malik explains that the original Inhuman was banished from Earth through the portal centuries ago, and Hydra slash its equivalent through the years has sent people through the portal to either feed or serve this Inhuman until they can bring it back. And now, using the Echu, they have an army of Inhumans, including Andrew, to serve the leader when, whenever they can bring him back to Earth. And so Malik is offering for Ward to rule beside him with this inhuman leader. Oh my god. <laughs> Why do I write things like this? <laughs> so the episode expands the history of Hydra, tying into the series' ongoing inhuman storyline. 
Established in the films as having been founded by Red Skull during World War II, as seen in Captain America the First Avenger, it's revealed here that the organization was actually formed centuries earlier in service to a powerful inhuman, and Red Skull was just following the principles of the original group. This history of Hydra has ties to the comics, specifically Jonathan Hickman and Dustin Weaver's S.H.I.E.L.D. What? That was, I mean, I, I, I'm glad that it tied to uh, the, the comics, because I... I think at the beginning of this season, I was like, oh, great, a new big bad, you know? Um, but it is cool that, like, they actually do have all this, all this history. Yeah. Um, so in return for Ward ruling beside him, Malik wants Roy, Ward to figure out how S.H.I.E.L.D. was able to do what HYDRA hasn't ever been able to do in their men- millennia of trying bring someone back and i swear to god they better keep him away from fitzsimmons i'm mm, i'm gonna kill him myself (laughs) you're gonna burst through the screen and kill him with your bare hands i sure am (laughs) because clearly (laughs) bullets don't work (laughs) anyway so now it's time for the post content content Ward surprises Andrew at his pod. He says he's down for a session because he's got some baggage these days. These days? <laughs> always. <laughs> he turns on a hose attached to Andrew's pod that he says is full of basically mustard gas. He wants to bring Lash back out. And he says that this is perfect for his closure. I swear to God, I never want to hear that word again. <laughs> so tired of him. <laughs> All right. Overall thoughts. What do you What do you got? There were so many twists in this episode. I don't know who to trust, but it was so good. Like it's nice to see everybody getting to work together again as a team. I feel like we've yeah, had so sure. many disjointed episodes. It was really good. Yeah. See them back together. Back together. What about you? What did you think? Um, I really, really liked this episode. I was so engrossed with it, and, like, again, I wish I had taken more notes. I wish I had more to say, um, but I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. This is going to be a short one, I think, because I didn't didn't add much (laughs) to it. Yeah, it's all good. All right, well... That concludes our episode on Season 3, Episode 8, Many Heads, One Tail. Yeah! Next week, we'll be covering Season 3, Episode 9, Closure. God damn it! (laughs) So stay tuned for that. Okay, bye! Bye, love you! (laughs) 